Hey, welcome to Real with Claire Rafferty. In this podcast, I'm going to bring you weekly conversations with inspiring and empowering guests. Our goal is to help you break your boundaries, let go of fear, and motivate you to take that leap in the name of health and happiness. All of my guests were just like you before they invested in themselves in order to create much, much more. Between my guests and I, we want to help you out of your rut. We want to show you you can be more and you can have so much more. Does that sound like something you want to do? If so, stay tuned and let's dive into today's episode. Good afternoon, guys, and welcome to this week's podcast. This week, I am joined by the beautiful Leila Hobart. So Leila has just got married, so we just had a, like, a laugh about what actual name I was going to give her. So we're going to go with Leila Hobart, and she's going to introduce herself just in a second. She is a social media influencer who has a small but incredible following. She is massive into the realm of body positivity and helping women really express their true selves in order to to live their ultimate life and become their ultimate self which you all know is right up my street and it is exactly what I am all about it is a message that we want to bring to you guys on this podcast that no matter who you are no matter your background no matter what is going on in your life there is always something bigger better and more for you to enjoy so I really want to get you, let you get to know Leila and I'm gonna let you speak off you go tell us who you are what's going on why you're here today Hi guys, um, firstly, uh, thank you very much for having me on your podcast. Um, you're not going to be able to shut me up for the next hour <laughs> or so, um, but I hope your listeners um, enjoy what I've got to say. So yeah, my name's Layla, recently got married, um, so felt the pressures of, of the whole fitting into the wedding dress scenario, which I know has been a talking point on my social media as well but my main platform is instagram um where you can find me as healthier layla and my main aim is to empower inspire and educate women to be the best version of themselves um i'm also found of founder of fierce and fearless which is a movement to bring women together within their local community so i have ambassadors in essex suffolk kent london um, and sussex putting on um, events around fitness brunches um just to make friends within your local community um so yeah i'm a busy i'm a busy girl i also have a full-time job so when people call me a social media influencer i feel kind of a little bit out of my depth <laughs> because i'm just your average girl next door really with um uh yeah like you said a small but very dedicated platform who i have a great community with so yeah it's great to be here and great to be talking about sort of the um body body image and body confidence um arena because um i feel like it's really really important in this um day and age it is a massive, massive um, point of talk right now that is, yes, it, I feel like it's getting a lot of attention right now and it's getting a lot of really positive attention. So we are going to dive into so many little things. Um, <laughs> and what, I was like just taking notes there as we we're going like, oh my God, I need to talk about that. I need to talk about that. <laughs> so, like I love when you're like, oh, I don't really know what to say about myself, but there's so much to unpack there already. So yeah. our icebreaker that I like to go through just to get you to chill and um, kind of take your mind off the fact that we're doing a podcast um, yeah. five quick fire questions so questions should be really simple straightforward oh, and I just want you to give me quick fire answer so 
first one is super easy where are you from so i currently live in essex and where are you from oh where i'm from okay so i am originally from um switzerland oh nice oh here we go i didn't even know that yeah um, lovely yeah. Know that. <laughs> yeah there you go and um, what's your favorite type of exercise um so at the moment i'm really into cycling good luck with that as it gets to december yeah. <laughs> no thanks um, you're also the second person i've interviewed in the last week that's obsessed with cycling so that's really yeah cool. i love it uh what one food could you not live without chocolate yes third person to say that <laughs> <laughs> what's your secret superpower uh i am fluent in french oh hello <laughs> please don't say anything in french i'll get really confused. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that makes you happy seeing other people happy yes and that is what this episode is going to be all about today we want to push as much positive vibes as possible to help whoever is listening wherever you're at in your day whatever you're getting up to to make you feel a little bit more happy a little bit more empowered mm -hmm. and a little bit inspired and Definitely. so yeah, let's dive in then to talk a little bit about how Fierce and Fearless came about. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, you do have five million things going on, but you've managed to find this incredible community. You've managed to provide this support network. Yeah. Managed to help women just find a place to belong and express themselves and have some fun. So I think let's just dive straight in there. Like, where did it come from? Um, yeah. And tell, talk to us about it. Yeah, so Fierce and Fearless actually started as um, a Girl Gains movement. So a lot of you will have probably heard of them. Um, it's uh, by Tally Rye and Zana Van Dyke and um, Vicky and Nyan. And basically, um, it started off as that. And um, I became a Girl Gains ambassador in Essex. I put on about five... Uh, I've put on about 10 events within two years in my local community, met some nice. incredible women. Um, and then the girls decided that they um, couldn't give us enough of their time, which was fair enough because they were all busy pursuing their own careers. So then I rebranded as Fierce and Fearless because I still wanted to do it with, I still wanted to put on events in my local community. Um, and what I really, really, really wanted was to give people the opportunity that I had. So when I moved to Essex, I had just relocated from Suffolk. So I didn't know anyone, um, which I found really hard. And it's really, I think it's really hard as you grow up and you become an adult to make friends, unless yeah. you go to a gym or a CrossFit, you know, gym, uh, you know, you, it's really, really hard as a woman to make friends. And it's I, so I, difficult. I assume as a man as well. So, um, I wanted to give women the opportunity to do that in their own communities as well. So um, I then took a little bit of a step back because I've got I had the wedding to plan. So I got a, a few ambassadors. I've got one in Suffolk, one uh, I'm the Essex one, um, and then I've got two in Hertfordshire. Um, got one in Kent and one in Sussex because I wanted to give them the opportunity oh, and one in London Rebecca um, and I wanted to give them the opportunity to bring women together in their local community and get you know and have the sense of feeling that I had after putting on an event for 50 women or 20 women and, and them leaving feeling like I did because it's such an amazing feeling so that's how sort of fierce and fearless was born um, it's uh, started off at the beginning of this year 
unfortunately I got really busy um, so uh, with the wedding and, and other stuff and I concentrated on my own platform that we're relaunching this um, this winter over the winter so we're putting a few events on um, in Hertfordshire and in London as well yes and we're just and then I'm just giving the girls um, as much support the ambassadors as much support as I can to bring it back to life and bring an event to hopefully close to one of your listeners yes i'm so excited and i'm so super pumped like i i started following rebecca and one of the girls you mentioned yeah. for london i followed her on instagram so rebecca hopefully yeah. you listen to this and you get in touch and let me know where your london event is yeah um because i'm super keen to hopefully um get involved in that as well because as you say like i've lived in london for a year and yeah. i've very few friends and um, the friends I have are through work or through yes. the gym um, yeah. and it's you know I'm starting I'm a, I'm a social butterfly I like to think but it is really difficult to find activities and find networking events and find stuff in the right area um, yeah obviously that health and wellness and body positivity and mm. um, space but as women we all suffer from the same kind of notions around shame or guilt or mm. body security or lack of confidence at some point in our lives and I do think these events are just such an incredibly empowering thing that it's so yeah. good like yourself are spending the time um does it ever get stressful does it ever feel like work does it ever feel like oh my goodness why am I doing this or talk to me a little bit about that no I don't think so not for me so when I put on the events in Essex I just wanted to do one after the other after the other because I just loved them I loved meeting different people I loved um you know bringing different women together you'd have you know one woman uh, one lady that came to one of my events you know she hadn't socialized in a very long time and this was her first time you know socializing um uh, and because uh, she suffered from anxiety and and but just you know, no, the level of satisfaction that you get from one of these events is incredible. And, you know, some of my closest friends are now people that I've met from those events. I'm actually meeting them later for, for dinner. Um, you know, and we've all stayed in touch and we're, we're, you know, we're a solid group of friends now, which is great. And we go on holiday together and, you know, yes. and we even just call upon somebody and go, oh, are you free for coffee? You know, um, just go to town or go and have brunch with somebody because your other half's not into brunch and doesn't like avocado. <laughs> you know, oh my goodness. Eggs and avocado is life. If he doesn't. Life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just about, um, you know, bringing women together to make them realise that, you know, you can be absolutely anybody and be part of a community movement. So, um, I yeah, so I'm really pushing that now this, this winter um, to hopefully put on events everywhere with the girls and um, motivating them. The London one, I think, is on Saturday the 23rd of November, something yeah. like that. Okay, um, Londoners, save that in your diary. Pop yeah. me a message. Let's all go together. Yeah. It's just going yeah. to take over. Um, it's going to be amazing. It's, it's going to be, be sick. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so um, obviously that's Fierce and Fearless. That's come from, you know, the extent from Girl Gains and pushing the yeah. movement and bringing everyone together. And that's incredible. So I want to ask you, almost putting you on the spot here, but what does body positivity mean for you? And what does it mean to you as a woman as someone who's just got married as this influencer figurehead like yeah. what, is, what is body positivity that you're trying to create? So I, 
Yeah, so I like to call it body confidence rather than yep. body positivity. Yeah. Um, because the body positivity movement started years ago, and yep. uh, it, it, that's not really relatable to who, who like who I am. Okay. But com- body confidence and body image um, is how I relate to it, and to me, it just means being happy in your own skin and being comfortable with who you are. I spent so many years just hiding who I was or trying to be somebody that I wasn't, um, you know, by losing weight, fit, trying to fit into, you know, the what society seems as our beauty ideals. Um, and I, I just came upon it and, and, you know, I followed a lot of um, social media influencers that started talking about self-love and this body yes. confidence movement and it made me realize that actually I could be exactly who I wanted to be but I just had to embrace it and I had to embrace you know who I was and uh, from that point onwards I was like that's it I'm just going to be who I am um, you know and stop these diets stop these fads stop wanting to be looking like somebody else um so i base for me i guess basically it just means being the best version of you and by what what i mean by that is not um you know you don't have to be the best version of you all the time on a sunday if you want to lay in bed with you know and feel grotty and not feel 100 percent about yourself that's okay you don't have to be the best version of you 24 7 no one's expecting you to show up all the time um you know um because we all have our our downs and our ups and our downs and whatnot especially with the um image driven culture that we live in so yeah i think that's a really long long-winded answer to yeah but it is and it is the perfect like i'm going to say it's the perfect answer there's no perfect answer but it's like the answer that i know the guys listening are needing to hear um and it is it's as a, as a world of social media and social influencers and, you know, this lack of authenticity um, that is just so displayed on whether it be Instagram, Facebook, whatever media platform you follow. Um, if you fall into one wrong account, um, you, your, your feet get saturated and all of a sudden you're seeing all these unrealistic expectations and these lives mm. that that are so photoshopped and airbrushed yeah yeah and yeah totally absolutely and um yeah definitely and and, it, and it's all and what i really want to be clear on is not just social media it's all types of media yeah. and the problem is compared to 60 70 80 years ago we are prone to it from the start of our day yeah. to the end of our day it is everywhere so from the moment you get up you've got it on your phone if you walk to the train station look at how many slimming ads you'll see slimming world weight watches whatnot then you get onto the train there's a billboard of some fat loss yeah um, oh my gosh image and then you get off the train like for example at liverpool street and then there's this image of this um you know gentleman that's got a, a toned body and saying lose weight within six weeks and then you go to work you know you've got it it's everywhere all day every day all the time so it's not just what we see on our phones because we yeah. can detach ourselves from what we've got on our phones yeah but it's the image driven culture that we have and that we live in nowadays unfortunately what's up all right sorry to butt in on this podcast but i just wanted to tell you about our nutrition hub and make sure that you're signed up to all of our updates our nutrition hub is a place for you to learn about portions macros calories and so much more 
It's a go-at-your-own-pace course broken into weekly bite-sized pointers to help you improve your relationship with food, enjoy your dieting once and for all, and of course, help you overcome the fear and guilt you have around meals so that you can be healthier, happier, confident, and of course, in the know. To find out more about our hub or how you can join when doors open, you need to make sure you're following at nutritionhub underscore on Instagram or jump to raffitness.online for more details. Peace out and enjoy the rest of the episode. I think that as a, as a, as a human, as an adult, I am very good at switching off to what I see now. But mm. it's taken me such a long time to get to a position where I can look at a billboard and see what it is. It's an advert. It's fake. Yeah. It's this, it's that. But that's only through education and that's only through time and mm. that's only through being in networks where people are standing up and saying, by the way, this isn't real. This only happens for mm. one to five percent max of mm. people that actually do this. Mm. Um, and it is just such a misconstrued kind of network. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really, I think there's a lot of value in what you said is, you know, almost one day you were just like, I'm going to be confident and I'm just going to think about me and I'm going to focus on the things I enjoy in life and really loving myself. Um, And on that journey, on that journey, how did you get there? Like what, what obviously did you, was there books that you read? Was there podcasts you found? Yeah. So um, back then, so that was back in 26, where are we now? 2019, probably about 2018, so about 2017. Um, And I just, I just had enough. And I was like, I just, I don't want to lose any more weight. I... I'm never going to have a six pack. I'm never going to have a thigh gap because I don't have the dedication of not eating my food and being so restrictive with my food. So um, I kind of got it in my head, but I watched a lot of YouTube videos actually. So people like Mel Wells. Yes. I watched over and over and over again. And it didn't happen overnight. It didn't kind of just... I didn't just wake up one morning and go, oh, yeah, I'm body confident. I feel completely happy with yeah, my body. You know, it takes time. And still now, sometimes I'll put a piece of clothing on or I'll go into a shop and try and, and I'll be like, oh, gosh, that looks awful. <laughs> you know, and I'll just be like, oh, God, what am I doing? And I just, and that makes me feel so, you know, feel so rubbish about myself. And um, so I tend to not go into shops and go shopping anymore because I know that that will dishearten me and I'll be like, oh, God. Um it is, is a journey and that's one of the things it's a journey and it's a constant journey it's not just something that you reach at the end and then you, you're done every day is a task because you wake up and like I said you know your, those images are everywhere yeah. the explore page on Instagram is just lethal um oh you know I, I don't even and, use it no I don't even go on there either um but um, it's, a, it's a journey and that's what I want to remind everyone. You're not going to wake up one morning and go, oh, I'm totally, I love my legs. I love my, you know, my tiger stripes. I, you know, you're not going to, that's not going to happen. It's I mean, not. good for you, so it does. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. But it takes a long time and it's a journey and you have to go through the processes um, of sometimes just laying in bed on a Sunday and going, oh, I feel so rubbish about myself and then starting to again the next day um and i think what people um often f- think is that people like even myself or people like you they mm-hmm. 
they don't think that we still have those problems and they think that well look at her she she looks confident she looks happy Mm. she's she's so great she's so body confident but that's sometimes as well it's it's in a moment it's it's we've got there because we have practiced gratitude we Mm. have practiced self-love we are reading the books we are listening Mm. to the podcast we are connecting with the other women Mm. and some days yeah you just don't feel happy some days you feel low but that percentage of time eventually will go from 90% feeling low 10% feeling good to 10% 90 and when you get to that you know even 80 90% of the time feeling good heck if you get to 60% of the time feeling good that's far going to change your psychological outlook and that's far going to change your mental outlook on yourself and body and then as you get to that kind of 60 40 other side split I do think that that's where we need to be coming forward more and saying hey I've been working through this process and this is what's working for me and I want to share Mm. this with you and I do think that that's where your networking events are an incredible place to Mm. meet the women who are coming in at 10 percent and let, let them leave at 12 percent yeah, yeah, know? definitely. Yeah, definitely. And what's what I love about, you know, Fierce and Fearless events as well, it's not all about the, um, it, it, you're right, it's a networking event. It's not all about the body no. confidence, body positive. You know, it's not all about that. It's about coming to network with other women. Yeah. You know, and that's the main thing. It does, I, you know, nobody knows you. Nobody knows your background. Nobody actually cares what that is. No. You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, I remember one of the girls who is now one of my closest friends, she turned up um, to the first Girl Gains event that was back then in Essex. Um, We did a brunch and there was about 15 girls come. Nice. And we went round and introduced ourselves and we got to my friend. And uh, I said, you know, how did you find out that you were here? Why have you come? Like, you know, why have you come? And she sat there and it still gives me goosebumps to this this day. And she said, um, I've come to make friends. Um, I, I actually have an eating disorder and I find that nobody actually understands me. And I yeah. have come to make friends and I've come to, you know, bond with women that um, understand and can help me and support me. And, you know, for me, and I, I still get, I, I mean, I cried that day. I, I cried, you know, that she'd had the courage yeah. come out to a to a brunch as well something that's huge. Food. that's huge yeah and I was like oh and it still gets me to this day and you know she's now fully recovered yes um, she's just she's absolutely amazing she's just smashing life and she's just she's just great and I kind of think I'd like to think that that day helped her carry on and make friends and she made an, an amazing friend through that that they supported each other and and whatnot and then we've all become friends since so yeah and we go on holiday together and stuff so yeah you know it, it's, it's it's things like that it gives the opportunity to people no matter who you are no matter what your background is to come and just make friends in a supportive um, empowering environment it's incredible like that whole notion of finding where you belong and finding people mm. with the right mindset and the mm. right drive and I am massive on um you know if people are a negative energy in your life then mm. you know they're maybe not the right people you should be with and yeah. 
then there's this whole conversation around you know you need to let the negativity go and you need to find more positive people to spend your time with mm. and as you said it's so hard to find it um but it really does sound that you've got that women supporting women no matter mm. what what mm. your position or stance is there's yeah. just that beautiful connection that yeah. people can have and just find mm. someone who is maybe a little bit like them but is a huge bit not mm. like them but they have that love and that connection and that support so that is so beautiful yeah. to hear and I really love yeah. it yeah. yeah exactly and it is just all about that and it and I think as you grow up it, that is so important to have around you a network of people that do understand you and you know that's one of the things that I went through I went through a kind of a I call it a cull, but, you know, getting rid of people who were negative in my life because it was just dragging me down. Yeah, you know, it really dragging me down. And I just needed positive people around me. And, you know, I'm not saying that people need to be positive all the time, but, no. you know, having people that uplifted you and that uplifted me and, 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 and stuff like that. So, um, and, and have a positive impact and, you know, were, you know, empowering me to do more and go further and stuff. It really does show the value and the importance of having the right people around you whether that's what you know we say one person who is fully supportive is better than a hundred people who kind of like what Absolutely. you kind of like you um and I do find huge value and that's as I said like I've made a couple of friends since I moved to London but I can say that the friends I have made I would never trade for the world they are you know they're going to be in my life forever now um, yeah yeah and it is just that really empowering moment. So, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're getting to talk about it because it is something that I think a lot of women listening might be thinking, oh, yeah, I'm only really friends with people from my work or yes. I'm only friends with people because of convenience. And yes. what, what it would be like to be friends with people who actually shared similar interests. Interests, yes, exactly. Yeah. Because as you grow up and as you grow old, older, you know, that's friendships are going to diminish you do go different ways in life and and but that's and, and it's understanding that that's okay, it's okay yeah. you change as you get older you know every day you're changing as a person and you know it's important to change with that you know we were saying about our wedding we were saying that we would do it completely different than what we did had it been two years ago but but that's what we were that's who we were then, then yeah. and that's what we wanted then and you know and, but the pictures and who we were and how we did it today was different to how what we were then because you develop and change over time I'm excited to know more about that so what um, yeah like what are like some of the things that you think is a couple you've changed or can oh, you massively anything yeah yeah, I think there's this whole, again, on social media, you know, I saw some um, social media influencer got married and, you know, it, all, it, it kind of bugs me because everybody's perception of it is like, oh, you know, we have the perfect relationship and, and it's just not that, you know, it's, it's just not that. We've probably had the toughest couple of, well, probably tough, like maybe year that together, Um you know and adding on the stress of the wedding it just it just mounts up and you know then you've got the pressure of I had about five dress fittings because I didn't fit in my dress and I had the pressure of should I be losing weight you know the seamstress was like you could do with losing a couple of pounds oh like, my god that no. is the worst yeah I was like uh no if anything I'm gonna put on weight I'm not gonna lose weight um and stuff so I think everybody makes it out to be some kind of 
I mean, don't get me wrong, it was absolutely amazing. We loved it and, you know, and we, we're in a great relationship, but everybody makes it out to be, oh, it's this grand thing. And actually, it's a whole load of stress. The day is great. It's, yeah. it's absolutely amazing because you're surrounded, but it's a whole load of stress for one day. Um, and had we done it now, I think we would have done it a little bit differently. Um, yeah. But we loved it and we're very grateful for it because, you know, we had, we got to spend a whole day with our friends and family and people that we love, which was the most important thing to to us. Um, but there was a lot of stress around it, especially around the dress and me putting on weight and then not fitting and then I didn't really like it and, and stuff like that. Um, I so- think that is a huge topic right there to dive into if I'm being honest because um if anyone's ever on my website they'll see that I prep quite a lot of brides for their wedding Mm -hmm. um and originally um it was a it was prepped as a lose weight and get in shape for your wedding that was that was the original angle I had because it's a market and it's people do want to lose weight and feel good on their wedding day but the there's a thing that was always pulling on me when I was doing that coming from my background and all the rest of it is that everything I do and everything I I talk about is I talk about it for the long term Mm. so my you know helping brides now prep for their wedding actually is more of a yeah okay we want to get you healthy but we also want to manage the stress of that planning the wedding Mm. we want to we want to look at you know your time management skills we want to look at are you realistically going to be able to be training all these hours and what is mm. your energy and efforts better in this place? What kind of yeah. tricks do you need to do to nutrition to actually support your body to make you feel good at this time? Yeah. And then actually breaking down, you know, the financials and the work and the, all these other aspects that are now coming into when I when a bride approaches me for our wedding, I'm like, okay, but we're not just going to get you to lose weight and yeah me to be because if you lose the weight for that one day you're never gonna yeah you'll you'll be happy when you look at those photos but you'll never actually be happy um because you you just lose it for the day and then you go on honeymoon Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you're like oh my goodness I've lost I've lost my wedding body the amount of times I've heard I've lost my wedding body I'm like oh it's painful to hear. I really do think it's painful mm. to hear because people quite often are so wrapped up in this aesthetic. Mm. It needs to look a certain way for a certain day. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. And your angle around, you know, that tr- constantly trying on the dress and the dress mm. maker, I'll call her, her saying to you, you know, you should probably lose weight. The amount of brides I've had yeah. come to me and be like, yes, I've got three weeks until my final fitting and I've been told I need to still lose this amount because it looks a yeah. little bit like this here. And I just, I don't know what gives people the grounds to say that to someone, ever, yeah. ever. Yeah. Like what goes through a person's mind, especially a woman's mind, for you to say to someone, you need to lose a little bit of weight to fit yeah. this. Like, no, no. I just can't. Well, for me, and, and um, this goes on... Um, uh on the how we how we talk about our bodies and how we uh how body talk can affect what we do day to day so um i've been reading a, a, a lot about it and um it's become the norm it has yeah. become the norm to talk about weight it has become the norm to talk about uh negative uh, uh, connotations about our bodies, you know, is 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 just the norm, right? It's the norm 
uh, to get with your friends and be like, oh God, my bum looks big in this. Oh, my nose looks bad in this. Oh, yeah. oh I've got a spot there. What well, my hair isn't placed right. It has become the norm. Yeah. And uh, it's harmful. It's harmful because it's a vicious circle because you go and see your friend. Oh God, you know, like, oh, I've put on uh, a little bit of weight or, uh, oh, my legs just don't look good in this bikini. What do you think? And then your friend then replaces it with, oh no, like you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't worry about that. Look at the size of my, I don't know, yeah. leg, or, blah, blah, or look at the, you know, blah, blah, blah. It goes around in circles and circles and circles. Um, and that's really damaging. And, but it's become, normal if you sit and think about how many times you have had that conversation with your friends with your girlfriends it has become normal conversations that we have which is just not okay it's, it's back and forth conversations which create a circle for body negative talk yeah it's so true though like i coming from a prep perspective like we in that state of mind are analyzing our bodies 24 7 we are sending videos to people and asking them to tell us where we've got extra fat and where we look a little bit like this and a little bit and do we look lean enough to be put in a box for a cat and there's something you know i'm in a i'm in a very difficult place with it all myself just now because i love the the drive and the discipline and the the work ethic behind competing and what it it teaches me but it's so subjective and it's so objectifying mm-hmm. and it's physically and mentally exhausting and damaging yeah and i can see that i can 100 yeah. percent see that and yeah. it's like does it make me a hypocrite if i then put myself through these things um and that's kind of why i'm in a very i'm in a very difficult place with it right now and for Mm. those listening like i talk about it a few times um on posts and stuff lately because people keep asking me when are you going to compete again and the honest answer is i don't know if i will Mm. um and it's purely because i don't see myself um abiding to those rules and those regulations i want to be part of a movement that it's not okay to say, hey, I look fat. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to say, hey, that I think my bum's too big. It's not okay to say, oh my God, if I just lost this tummy, then I would, yeah. I would look better. Oh my God, be if mm-hmm. I had a thigh gap, I could wear a bikini. Like, it's just such a horrendous cycle that we've gotten ourselves mm-hmm. into. And we've mm-hmm. done it by the promotions, by the marketing, by the media, by the, the influencers, the talk. The sh- yeah out there every single day the apps that let you change your body shape the airbrushing that goes on billboards yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know it's and it's how do, how do we get out of that how how do we how do we break and, it off yeah and, and and i think that's the thing i think as well for you for somebody that comes from that kind of background it's really difficult to turn around and go actually i've done that i'm moving on from that and i'm moving to something else yeah. And that's really, really, really dif- difficult, um, uh, especially having people question that. Also, when you're going to compete again, just turning around to them and going, I don't think I am going to because I'm moving away from that. There's no harm in that at all. Yeah. But we have this fear, you know, because we're moving on from one thing to another. doesn't mean that we 
regret what we did or how we were or whatever just means we're moving on to something else and yeah. we now believe and you've changed and you've evolved and you've gone actually no that's yeah it's taught me some really good things about discipline and how to abide by things and how to abide by rules but actually now I want to move on and move out of that circle into something else yeah it is it's and it is it's just getting over that um that fear and that assurance of yeah this is what's next and um, mm. so yeah it is a very interesting conversation and mm. um, especially when yeah we bring it back to you and your dress fitting like Estelle to be in that position um, mm. it's sad it is it's sad and yeah, it, no one should have the right to ever comment on someone else's body or weight or anything no um no definitely not it should it should be a lot more positive the way that we structure our conversation yeah definitely and there's a quote here so i'm reading a great book um at the moment which is really educating me um in body image and where i've learned a lot of my stuff and it's by anushka reese yeah and it's called um beyond beautiful um, oh. And there's a great there's a great um, rule here about um, so it gives you toolboxes on how to deal with with negative talk and negative body talk and one of the rules um, that she talks about is focusing on internal rather than external aspects of your insecurities rather than dwelling on the physical details of your self perceived flaws focus on how they make you feel how they affect your life and where these in- insecurities come from so for example instead of saying i hate the way my hips dipping out um dip um, out then in then out again i wish i had a bit more fat from my belly um just uh, uh belly pouch could just move to that dip in my hips say something like i feel insecure about the way my hips look because in the media all you see is celebrities with perfectly smooth silhouette in tight bodycon dresses yeah. so it's just the way that we 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 start talking about our bodies and our insecurities i'm not saying don't talk about them i'm saying if you change your mindset and the way you talk about them it won't have such a negative impact on your life yeah that's that is massive and very powerful and i'll let you in on something and obviously everyone that's listening i was going to call the podcast beyond beautiful um, oh, really? yeah um so when i was brainstorming with my uh, mentor i was like really drawn to but there's another podcast already called something like beyond beautiful um, oh. i think i have it guys obviously won't see the the writing but it's like here and bold. I've got my fearless book. I love that. Um, yes, and it's got like well-behaved women really make history, and uh, girls just want to have freedom, all that stuff in it, um, which is incredible. But yeah, there's a. Oh, film. I love that. And it was like when I was coming up with names um, and beyond beautiful, and it was like highlighted and in circles and this and that and the next thing, um, and I was like, I was so determined. But yeah, there was another um obviously a few things out there with that name so then we ended up with real because i was like well it is about being real at the end of the day um yeah yeah, it's there so yeah it's quite incredible that that's where the quotes come from Um, yeah books in the world for you to select i know yeah (laughs) yeah and 
and I highly recommend it for um like I'm using it for more educational purposes um on how I can help women um and get tactics from that but I really recommend it to anybody that's struggling um through a body image um or anything like that because it's got some great tools in it and it's a really easy read I'm not a huge reader um of books but I try and at least read you know one or two three pages a night if I can and when I get stuck into it I'm like oh yeah that totally makes sense and that yeah. you know you, you, the realization of um the topics that she talks about actually when you think about it in real life they are happening like the body talk with friends and stuff like that you just don't think about it and actually it does have an effect and it talks um a lot about um where our where our insecurities have come from because it's not always just the oh i'm insecure about my uh hips or my nose or my lips or whatever because that's what i've looked at in the mirror but it's because somebody else has mentioned it yeah. You know, do you remember your grandma, you know, going over to your grandma or your nan's house and go, and she going, oh, darling, you look like you've put on a few pounds. Oh my God, yeah. It, it starts from there. And you don't realise that until you start thinking about it, until you start reading about it. Actually, it starts off at a very, very young age. Mm -hmm. And, you know, bless our dear grandmas and grandmothers. They love us to bits and only meant it, you know, in the nicest way possible. But it starts from there and then it continues. And, you know, and your mum going, oh, gosh, you should be fitting into size 12, not a 16, 18, the age of yeah. whatever. And then continuing, continuing, continuing. You oh, know, it's life. so true. Like, yeah, it's so, so true. I've done a lot of work on that myself, like trying to mm -hmm. root the cause um, of yes. where insecurities came from. Because I think yeah. once you work it back and you can figure out where it's come from, um, you can then start to dissect it. So I do this work now with clients during our yes. course. Um, and yeah. I wait till we get to know each other. So we're about six or eight weeks in. Yeah. And then we start to have the conversations um, around, okay, where are your insecurities? And yeah. where, when did you? When was the first time you ever thought that? And see, so yeah. you trying to think back to the first time you ever thought that alone is just like, I never actually ever thought it. Someone said it. Yes. More often than not, I yeah. never actually, someone said it. Yeah. And it's just like, mind-blowing yeah because um, then you're like oh my god it's a it's a, it's something that someone else once said and I've now turned it into a thought and created all yeah. this self-doubt self-hatred mm -hmm. self-guilt around something that was a flippant comment when we were young and couldn't fit into our school trousers and you've clinged you know? on to that yeah yeah. yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. um yes I, i'm gonna say i love it i don't you know what i mean i love this conversation i love that yeah i just love the message that it hopefully enlightens in people and even yes. if yeah whoever's listening if you just think about one thing that you're that you've given yourself so much criticism on lately if you just try and think back to where that criticism has come from right now mm -hmm. as you're listening to this podcast you're probably gonna find something that you can start to work on and improve and start to turn into a positive so yes definitely definitely yeah absolutely all right y'all we have been chatting for oh quite a while now oh, <laughs> yeah. i told you you would be able to shut me up didn't i it's good though <laughs> i love it and i think the the guys that are listening are really gonna love your vibe so i want you to tell us all obviously you're healthier uh, Layla on instagram talk us through yeah. what your handle is exactly and if there's anywhere else we can find you where are you most active if you've got any questions and um, body image or about your events yes, um, yeah. where, where do they want to go where can they find yeah. it all out 
So I absolutely love hearing from people and whoever messaged me on Instagram, I mean, I'm not saying that I get hundreds of messages, but whenever I get a message, I love replying and I love hearing from, from people. So you can find me on Instagram um, at healthier underscore Layla. Um, and you can also find Fierce and Fearless. So um, that's Fierce and Fearless. And then it's got an underscore at the end for any of the events um, that you want to attend. The event that is happening in November, I think it's either Saturday the 23rd or the 24th, whenever the Saturday is in November. It's an everybody yoga um, event with a panel talk so I'll be talking a little bit about um, body image body um, confidence and how you can change your mindset around um, your body and how you perceive it and stuff and all other upcoming events will be posted on the fierce and fearless Instagram page um, you can also find me if any of you listeners mad listeners are into triathlons you can find me and my um, lovely friend Courtney on two girls try as well because we do triathlons yeah um, so you can find me in a few places but um if you guys want to get in touch please um do message me it's also all over facebook so we have a facebook fierce and fearless group as well and then healthier layla on facebook um just drop me a message i love hearing from people um so get in touch and uh yeah there's so many ways to contact you so please guys don't yeah. hesitate do it um if there's anything that lila's saying that you're just like oh preach i'm in hip yes <laughs> i gotta get on this girl's books like get involved and then lila i just want to ask you that on yeah. as, a, as a passing note and as a words of wisdom and just as a little bit of positive sprinkle the last thing that these guys hear before they sit into their office or settle down for the night or whatever they're doing on their day to day um what piece of advice or motivation would you give them just to say go out into the world um i would just say um remember that you there is only one of you and you are unique you are one in about seven billion people on this planet um you can be exactly who you want to be and no matter what you want to achieve in life, if you put a positive mindset and change your mindset to achieve it, even if grandma Doreen doesn't agree, you can go and do it. Um, and you can achieve absolutely anything that uh, you put your mind to. Um, and uh, the very, very last thing is that you listening, whoever you are, you are absolutely beautiful. Yes. Love it. Love, love, love it. What a line. It's so true though. All right. Thank you so, so much for joining me. No, thank it you, has Kurt. been my absolute pleasure. As always, guys, you now know where to find her. You know where to find me. If you are loving this episode, if you've just listened all the way to the end, I want you to grab a quick screenshot, post it on your Instagram. Make sure you tag me at Claire underscore Rafferty underscore. If you're on Facebook, tag, share away. Send this to a friend who you think is in need of some positivity and a little bit of encouragement to feel more beautiful. Guys, thank you so, so much and have an incredible day.